is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Sun Kill Moon. I remember listening to an Improv for Humans episode where they talked about him extensively, but I don't remember the details. I do remember it was interesting. Today we're going to do what Improv for Humans did a couple years ago, and our very special guest, Mike Cullen, is coming on to talk about Sun Kill Moon on the podcast where everyone's in a funny mood. <laughs> Convince me. Welcome to Convince Me, the snow where a wind-eyed optimist tries to convince a couple of skeptics to get on fog with their distinctive, sometimes downright wind chill factor usual obsession. I'm Jeff Kaufman. We're talking about weather today. Um, and we're this episode is is the episode that you're about to listen to is the second in a in a series called the the Convince Me music series. Uh, last week we talked about Weezer. Uh, next week we'll talk about another musician. Um, I'll, I'll leave it as a little surprise. Very fun. I do know. And to this week we're talking about uh, Sun Kill Moon, but I'm gonna hold off on talking about the guests uh, so I can talk about a co-host, Ben Castle. Hey, it's me. Uh, I like to call this music series Rocktober in November and December. How about that? It is all rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, it's so. all rocking. Uh, Sun you Kill could have told me that before. I mean, I, I just, it's it just me. I don't know if we're gonna. Series. It's gonna be like official. It's just what I like to call it. I like it. Where's Thayer? Thayer's gone. Thayer is in Japan. Oh, okay, uh, great. He's there. I think with his sister. Um, living that island life. Living that island life. It is an island, and you know, I think he's doing a little bit of soul searching. Um, mm. And when he comes back, it's about you time. Know, Hopefully, he'll be just a more enjoyable person. He'll have had some Mai Tais, probably like a Kahlua pig or something. He'll be all ready from that island time. Maybe a Corona? Yeah, like a Corona. Sorry. Laid back. <laughs> uh, or the, sorry, the guests haven't been introduced yet, yeah. so um, maybe a Corona, though. Uh, I, would, I was going to say maybe like a Corona. That was just a thought I had. Let's uh, get to these guests. <laughs> Today, we have a return guest uh, who came on previously as a guest host, and, and now he's on as a guest. That's the end of that phrase. Mike Cullen. Let's give it up for hey. guest. Hey. hey, guys. How you doing? Um, and, and Mike... How you doing, listener? <laughs> <laughs> they, we're going to pause and wait for you to answer. I... That's great. Okay, uh, cool. that's great. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about that. <laughs> Mike, how you doing? Are you uh, in good health this week? Real, real strong, um, sore. Uh, I, I, mm. I, I filmed a, a commercial this week where I fell on a treadmill a few times, so Ooh. I'm a little scruffed up. What was that commercial for, if you don't mind me asking? Am I allowed to say? Ooh, good call. Mm. I don't know. I, mean, I say this every time. Convince me gets industry guests. Convince me gets industry guests, and this is the podcast we're going to listen to. Everyone's funny on it. And we're always going to have industry. That's what you always say. I always say, this is Rocktober in November and December. That's my thing. <laughs> Half of my life is just an NDA. I can't discuss most things about me. <laughs> even the topic, which I'm, I'm you know, regretting right now, but the topic I can't even legally talk about. <laughs> you can't talk. We'll figure something oh, out. So what we're going to do, gonna actually, hard. and uh, hey, guys, this has convinced me. We're here. We're going to review Weezer Season 2. <laughs> we, did, we did Weezer. Weezer Season. <laughs> And what's what's season two for you of Weezer? What happens? Okay, so season one, of course, we got our favorites. We got Blue Album. We got Pinkerton. There is that, a fourth guest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Okay, so guys, I brought 
another guest. Hello. All the way from Canada. Oh, that's right. Thanks for not introducing me. I forgot that I was here. <laughs> this, uh, we have a very special replacement there today. Tyler Twist uh, is here to, to provide a little bit of... A little Welcome, extra, Tyler. little extra, you know, convince. convince also from an island with with errors right now. I'm up from Vancouver Island in oh, Canada. Wow, living that island living life as the, well. Living the Vida Loco and island life. Yes, Corona, Mai Tai, or Ice. Kahlua Pig. What's your pick? I like Kahlua. Yeah. Pig. Yeah. When you came down to L.A., did you bring any of that island weather with you? I brought it, and it stayed on the plane because I've had oh. enough of it. It's mm. raining up there and mm. snowing sometimes, and not my favorite. So. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's 49 degrees today. It's not ideal to be there. Wait, actually, so when you get on a plane, I guess there's probably a transitional period from your, you start with the weather of the place you're leaving from. Yep. And by the time you get to the place you're going to, you get that weather inside the plane and there's a heat transfer situation or maybe air conditioning. I think they have a modernized way of controlling the temperature inside the plane now. It's not like... Right, they don't trap the <laughs> they don't trap the snow and bring it down anymore. That's done. They've, yeah, that's a, done with good. that. It's, that's good. It's, it's a modernized airplane that I fly in. Yeah, it's definitely not a well a horse and buggy style. Transport. Today we're talking about Sun Kill Moon. We're gonna get into it uh, because you know time is of the essence. Mm. Um, we we did start this record late, so Mike, um, I, I I I gotta know. You know, tell us about your relationship to Sun Kill Moon. I know you're just a music guy in general, but uh, if you could kind of run down like how you got into Sun Kill Moon and what. What okay. Sun Kill Moon means to you. So I'm someone who does not listen to a lot of people, but the people I listen to, I, I obsess over. So I have like 10 people that I know all of their albums, but I do not have a vast music knowledge. What are some of those others? What are they? Uh, yeah. Weezer. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weezer is actually one of them. I'm a big Weezer fan. I could have been on that show. I love new Weezer. I keep up on Weezer. Yeah, Matt Apodaca was our guest for that, and he's a big new Weezer advocate. Good. Mm-hmm. I hope he talked about the 2014 album, Everything Will Be All Right in the he End. He liked it. He liked Classic. it. Classic. Maybe Weezer's best album. Very underrated. Rocks really hard. Okay, my favorite band is Radiohead. <laughs> ba- Beck. Then maybe Kurt Vile. These are in order? This is in order. R.E.M. might be up there. Mm-hmm. Tom Waits. Sounds like a lot of options that and then, we skipped. And then Sun Kill Moon. Wow. I'm wow. Sun Kill, Kill Moon, Moon might actually go in front of uh, Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Battling between each other. Yeah. And those are, the, those are the big ones. Are there some days where you wake up and you go, today it's Tom Waits? Yes. I'm actually in a huge Tom Waits phase. He sends me them like every every few hours. <laughs> he sends me like a link to a Tom Waits YouTube thing, and I just don't listen anymore. But it's like a bottomless <laughs> hole. It is. It's never gonna stop. A raspy, <laughs> raspy hole. Raspy paper, sand, sandpaper hole. Yeah. So on those days, you're like, I wake up, I'm like, it's a Tom Waits day. On other days, you're like, wow, uh, Tom can wait for Sun Kill Moon because that's Sun Kill Moon day is. Yeah. yeah, and I'll and I'll usually tweet that. <laughs> uh, my Twitter is usually mostly Tom Waits puns. What is your handle? <laughs> Just saying Tom can wait because today is going to be the doors. It's a long handle. What's my handle? Yeah. Uh, Tom Waits can wait. <laughs> a, it's Mike. <laughs> um, but Tyler brings up a good point, which is I am the annoying friend who does send a lot of links out to other friends. It's so annoying. <laughs> There's no obligation, though, right? I mean, what if you look at it as... You know what I do is I have a collaborative playlist on Spotify, and I shared it with people once, and I was like, look, if you want to know about my music, you go here. 
So just not how nobody Mike is. Listens. He's like, how how was it? Yeah, I'll check like, in. I'll be like, what did you, what did you like, think well, of the song? Go ahead, like take the break. And I'm like, I can't, Mike. Like I'm working. I don't want to. <laughs> You're a checker. I'm a checker, and this is it. what we have here is a difficult uh, artist, Sun Kill Moon, mm. and he is one of the tougher ones as far as uh, me trying to get my friends into him. Mm-hmm. I've had difficulty. So I, ju- I just played some in the car for Tyler. He was half and half. I was actually more on the half of not impressed, not not necessarily super fan immediately. Well, this is perfect because you're filling in for our uh, host Thayer Frechette, and he's usually a downer on things. Well, I think yeah. he really needs this time in Japan to reflect. I agree. And I hope he comes back with maybe a coronita. That's my contribution. A small corona. Oh, nice. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> you ever seen those? They're like eight not. ounces. I've never seen one. Ten ounces? I've seen little, little Coca-Colas. You've seen a little Coca-Cola? I've seen a little Coca-Cola. You guys heard about this new Coke? It's a different... Oof. Oh, it's new green. Coke. I think green it's can. What's the deal with new What's Coke? What's the deal with new Coke? That's what I'm saying. Next week on the music series. For October in November. Uh, so what do you like about him? I mean, if he's, he seems, he seems like a hard read. He seems like a, a good, a so, good long read. Let me tell you about him. His name is Mark Kozilek. Okay. So this is a single person. This is a single person. He that alone goes by is Sun, Sun Kill Moon, but he'll, he will have certain recurring band members, but he does have like a, you know, a revolving door of people he tours with. And sometimes he records under Sun Kill Moon, sometimes under his own name. Huh. Doesn't really matter. I don't really know why he does that. I think he does that because the albums that are more thrown together, he throws under his own name. But albums that he spends more time on gets the official Sun Kill Moon banner. And it's 2017. He's been around for he's roughly... been he's been around since 1992, I wow. believe. Maybe wow. even earlier. You mean as a person or like as an artist? As an artist. Okay, as a person, he's been around since 1967, oh, I think. We got ages. I mean, we got birth dates. Here. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. A, he's 50 years old. Most of us have seen him. I have not. And we know, you you might have. Have you seen Almost Famous? I have. Oh, he's in Almost Famous. He's one of the band members. I just one learned that. Little members. known fact. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's cool. the guy who wants to go for barbecue. And Very he fun. was more qualified to do that role than anyone. Absolutely. I almost Thanks, saw Jeff. that movie. <laughs> Jeff, seems like I got Very you nice. in the back. <laughs> Jeff, have you heard of this band before, and what's your baseline? Well, as I said, I mean, uh, Improv for Humans, that one episode, he talked about it. Apparently, it, there was like a uh, like a weird concert experience where he was being kind of like aggressive. Mm-hmm. To, and right, maybe right. he's like kind of on the wrong side of history. Yes. Uh, so he is someone who I think fights the... PC culture or whatever the hell you want to call it. Interesting. He, he says what's on his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't agree uh, with some of his sort of. from some of the words he's used in the past. Mm. So he, it all started basically. Pitchfork picks up the, in like 2014, 2015. He had a run on Pitchfork where he would do things in concerts and it would become headlines. Mm. It was kind of a. It was kind of just. We're not talking like Sun Kill Moon plays great song at concert. No, we're, we're talking like Sun, Sun, Sun Kill Moon together ha- a great show and everybody goes home yeah. happier than satisfied. they were before. So satisfied. satisfied. Yeah. Satisfied. Yeah. Not that. Yeah. Their so, money was not misspent. It's not, those, those titles did not happen. It all started with him, an article starting where he said in a show, um, because pe- the audience was talking, he said, all you fucking hillbillies, shut the fuck up. And... Where was he? Do you know where that show was? I don't remember. I think it was somewhere in the Midwest. Maybe it was in the South. Ooh, nice. Could be anywhere, Man, really. <laughs> Might have been on the moon as far as Mike's concerned. 
And it, uh, it, was it was in America. Insulting. It was in America, so yeah, it's blanket America. statement. Yeah. Anywhere works. Um, South. So instead of running away from that or apologizing, he's embraced that sort of as his persona. Mm-hmm. He is cranky. Um, so he even made a T-shirt. He had merchandise that said, all you fucking hillbillies, shut the fuck up oh, cool. on, on the T-shirt. So he's embraced it. He also, I think, had a T-shirt called The War on Drugs. Suck my, I'm not going to say that word. Ooh, close. This is not a radar Suck my podcast. rug. Suck my, my rug. rug. It Just, should rhyme. It feels corona. like it's going to rhyme. So like the, corona. <laughs> that's probably why he's he was brought up on the show is because he uh, engaged in basically almost a fake feud with the War on Drugs. It was a band, which is a great band. Oh, it's a, really band, band. Called the War the War a band, band. band called the War on Drugs. It's a band called the War on Drugs. So is Nancy Reagan or Barbara it's also Bush a, It's band? also an initiative by the American government. Okay. Right. So yes. those are different, they're though. T- they're, they're, different. they're somewhat similar. They're related. Okay. But completely they different. They share one one. They, few, they threw some nouns. They, threw so, <laughs> they share some nouns. The War on Drugs is a band kind of inspired by Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen. And he called the music. I said those things, by the way. <laughs> Credit where credit's due. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you so were who first. is this? The boss? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the things Mike sends me all the time in the gym. Oh, I have sent you War on yeah, Drugs. I said those sure. exact things. I said, this is not good. Don't. Yeah. Tyler was actually the first person to make those comparisons. In, uh, Ever in popular <laughs> culture, in criticism, people so, hadn't heard of Bob Dylan before. That. So he said publicly, "They sound like they." He was playing at a festival, and he was like, "Turn that beer commercial music off. Turn that retro '80s music down." Because he was playing on one stage, they were on the other, and they, they were uh, drowning sure, out his sure, sound. Fun. Yeah. So he started. He started a feud with them. And the war on drugs lead singer was like, "What a what a what a jerk! What is he di- talking about? I have no problem against him." Mm-hmm. So he's embraced this crankiness side of him, and he's played it up, I think, a little bit. Just, I love that. That's good though that he's fighting to stay relevant if he's been in for <laughs> twenty plus years, right? <laughs> this is his way. So he had an album that was really critically acclaimed, popular in twenty fourteen, called Benji. I don't have a song to play from that because. I could you have had a song prepared if you? Yeah, were? I could have. Yeah. Okay, great. It is available. And possible yeah. to do. That. You guys can go online and find the album. <laughs> nice. So, oh, so since 2014, he's completely kind of changed his style to where instead of creating normal folk style, normal songs, traditional songs, it's more talk singing and more <sighs> spoken word and more stream of consciousness that's what we were playing in the ride here and it's it's so lazy and, and oh, really? boring and well father john misty without any enthusiasm at all okay and well can should we play an excerpt right now is there one of these one of the excerpts one. Sent me? yeah let's go ahead and and play sarah, uh, sarah lawrence college is good but, that, but the uh, yeah. uh that on, is a song. you can play uk blues uk blues okay, yeah here we go here we go. this United is an excerpt kingdom uk blues by sun kill moon from the album among the leaves and this has convinced me Left for London via Copenhagen for a concert at a park at 1.30 p.m. Got up on the stage, people gathered round. You're getting the unenthusiasm. Yeah, it's a little bit of a lullaby. But I, I mean, I think there's... Probably some subtext here. The way the lyrics interplay with the this is even one of the music. better ones. There are ones where he's much more almost. Does he sing in this at all, or is it all this kind of like lilt? Um, well, this he, is singing-ish, he, he but you know what sing. I mean, like like a chorus. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and play that first link there? 
in okay. the email. Onward. Onward. Okay. Onward. Okay. It's a little more, a little more senior. Yeah. This is we more traditional. A, we got a good vibe of that kind of like toxic thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's not bad, but yeah. it goes on like it's that. It's interesting. This is the uh, Convince Me Music Series Rocktober in November. Yeah. And a little bit in December, I think. It's, I think it's a little in December. It's going to roll over into December. This is Sing. This is Sing. This is good. Right? Yeah. So this is kind of what brought him into, not this song, but this, obviously, this voice. Mm. Brought him his popularity. Well, you got to do the... He's beautiful, right? Isn't that beautiful? It's very nice. That song is good. I haven't heard that one. It's good. That song's like a talking koala and maybe like a misfit group of animals trying to put on a production. I I heard that a little bit. Sing. The animal production thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like Sing. Felt like that was a little bit... It sounds like the film Sing. You're sounds co- like Sing. Uh, now that we hit a Sing reference. Okay, where are the exits? Because I'm ready to bolt. Time to get oh, out of no. here, guys. <laughs> well, oh, that, no. Is that an animal from Sing? <laughs> yeah, it's me from Sing. <laughs> well, we're going to come back with some Sing references. Uh, but first of all, we're going to take a commercial break and hear from our sponsors. Uh, and, you know, just like any other day, this is the podcast. You walk in the door, you sit down. You're a funny guy. It's convinced me, and we'll be right back. We'll be right this. back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Wow. Uh, is that you over there, Jeff? I'm having trouble seeing. It's me. You're just a big blurry. I also blur. got a haircut. Oh, well, maybe that's part of it, too. But, you know, for me, maybe it's... I need glasses. Maybe I need a new prescription. Also, maybe I need I, some new frames. I uh, haven't shaved in a few days. I don't think that's it. Uh, okay. I'm used to your cool, like, 5 o'clock shadow. Maybe, like, a 9 o'clock shadow, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty cool over there. But I tell you, when I need to go to gl- get some new frames and some new prescription glasses, I go to Warby Parker. You know, because Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty objective to offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price while leading the way for socially conscious businesses. This is a new shirt. You got a new shirt over new there. Shirt, yeah. Hey, when you bought that shirt... Aeropostale. Oh, see? This is a perfect example. Now, I got a question for you. When you walk into Aeropostale, uh, presumably you didn't fly in, despite the name. Uh, you walk into Aeropostale... <laughs> you know, I would expect Aeropostale to be at least on the second floor of any mall. Yeah, because it's up, in, it's the up in the air. Or it's like in a hangar. That'd be cool. Or like a post office. When you walk into an Aeropostale, uh, leaving behind all the cool bits we just did, and you buy a shirt, do you think they give a shirt away to someone who needs it? Um, I've requested that uh, every time I've gone to Aeropostale. What do they say? Uh, at this point, uh, they've to- started telling you that they're going to do that, but I'm pretty sure they're lying. Yeah, they uh, Aeropostale, not an honest business, Mm-mm. is what we're saying. No, but I love their shirts. This could backfire so hard. <laughs> uh, but I would say, you know... Orby Parker's a little different. They're like Tom's. Almost 1 billion people worldwide lack access to glasses, which means that 15% of the world's population cannot effectively learn or work. You know why, Jeff? Because they can't see. To help address this problem, Warby Parker partners with nonprofits like Vision Spring to ensure that for every pair of glasses sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. They're not your Aeropostale. They're not your Gap. They're out there helping people. So, Jeff, if you uh, needed a pair of glasses or maybe some fun sunglasses to be cool, I know you're a cool guy, go to Warby Parker and they'll give one away. It's cool, right? Warby Parker. Warby Parker allows you to pick out five frames from their collection and Warby Parker will ship their selection to you for free so that you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. 
To try on your glasses today, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash Warby. Jeff, one more question for you. You ever been in Yes, a... it is a new... Uh, I've been using a new uh, f- face wash. That's exactly what I wanted to know. And... Uh, Cool, cool set. Uh, again, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash Warby, W-A-R-B-Y. Parker for glasses is cool. And we'll see you at the Warby Park. <laughs> okay, thanks so much uh, to our various sponsors. Um, um, but uh, these guys, our guests, they, they don't really care about our ads. Uh, they want to talk about Sun Kill Moon and, and sing. Uh, by Illumination Entertainment. But I... I, I I'm convinced we, on saying. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> before we move forward, I want to I wanna check in with Ben, and I want to say, you know, what's Ben, what's your what's your musical palette? How... how What's being convinced for you here? Are okay, you, good question. Are you getting into this? Uh, talk starting? to me, Ben. Yeah. Talk to me. Okay, so when it comes to Sun Kill Moon, I don't know if you guys uh, are aware of the uh, improv podcast, Improv for Humans, but that's uh, that's where I heard him on. And, uh, okay, so, so this Matt is what Besser Jeff had said him earlier. On. Oh, that's right. That's sometimes I don't listen to Jeff. Yeah, uh, but I will say Ooh, uh, someone's popular. We got a little text. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sorry, uh, someone's saying that they can't make that. my party tonight. <laughs> oh, you got a party going on tonight? Ooh. Yes, I am. Are you going to play yes, some I of do. this music? Maybe? You didn't guys get the invite for that? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> You have a party tonight, Mike? Anyone what? listening to this? And you want to come to the party? You're you're more than welcome to come uh, to the party. It feels like an afterthought, to be honest, but that's nice. <sighs> yeah, I feel like there will not be anybody there anyway. Mike is not fun to be around. <laughs> What's good at right now is we've created an organic, awkward podcast moment. <laughs> now this is going to spike views. I think so. People are people are searching for uh, awkward moments and then sharing them with their friends. It's like Gallagher on WTF. Let's right. t- let's talk about our other favorite controversial podcast moments. We, he walked out, but we didn't hear what happened after he stopped recording. Maybe he squashed a, squashed a watermelon. Nice. That would have redeemed it all. Anyway, lunch. my music, maybe he went and got lunch. Maybe it was a watermelon. He squashed it. Maybe he ate it. Maybe he ate it. But yeah, who eats that whammy. watermelon? That's the, really the controversy. Wanda. This is breaking like news. Whammy. Um, <laughs> breaking news, Gallagher. <laughs> my musical taste, I'd say, right now, I've been listening to a lot of Nirvana. You guys heard of them? Nirvana. I don't know Nirvana. Nirvana. Uh, I just started listening to Weezer from a previous guest, Matt Apodaca. Um, I'd listen to him. You know, in the 90s, but she sure. got me back in, and I've been listening to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to Run the Jewels a lot, if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jurassic 5. Diverse palette. The Roots. Diverse you palette. Diverse palette. Yeah. Um, Sun Kill Moon, maybe the closest thing I listen to this from what I've heard yes. is like Pedro the Lion. Are you guys okay. familiar with that? Yep. Uh, yeah. That's another guy who goes by a band name and his own name. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. And I love hip hop, so this is going to be a big challenge. <laughs> Jay Z, is that you or he's more uh, of a mumble rap? I like guy. I like modern pop R and B rap. <laughs> what about Neil Young? Do you like Neil Young? I like Neil Young. Neil Young. Kind I like of, kind of raised on Neil. Young. I like listening to live Neil. I like see yeah. I, we 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 would go and see his benefit concert a lot yeah. when I was uh, you know in college. Okay, um, but not really much anymore because that would be three people flying up to the bay instead of my mom just flying up to it me. It was a regular... It was a regular thing. Fundraiser for regular something? Regular fundraiser. Oh, that's really cool. The Bridge School Benefit. The Bridge School Benefit. And they would have great guests. I would imagine big musicians coming from far and wide. Yeah. So so you love Sun Kill Moon because, you know, despite this controversy... I, but I guess I kind of want, want to dig a little bit more into the controversy because... Sure. It, you said, you know, he doesn't really care about being PC, which was a bit of a, struck a little bit of a nerve with our audience, with our audience, and it's a little, you know, it's, a, it's something to 
uh, talk about, but but all you mentioned was uh, you know him calling people hillbillies, which is not pretty the lame, most pretty flattering tame. of terms. But Mike has seen him in concert twice now. It's true. And did he? Was there anything specific? So he's that? a little hostile to the audience. So uh, someone in the audience was laughing at something he said, and he mocked the laughter and was like. Why the fuck are you laughing? <laughs> it was oh, really great. So he's he he makes things he can make things he can make things very tense. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him the second time, he played the same venue and he was like, I am surprised I've come back to this venue after how last how last time's how last year's show went. Last year's show, about half of the audience walked out by oh, the wow. end of it. Uh, it was was he the three, headliner of that show? Yeah, he was. It was a an evening with Sun Kill Moon, so it was just him. Oh, geez, no opener. And he walked three the hour concert. Did wow. anyone you came with walk out? Yes, Juliet, nice, <laughs> my girlfriend, and she walked out mid mid concert. Yeah, I would Did say she, she fake didn't a headache I, or something. I, well, she was feeling under the weather, sure. um, and that just brought her to a new low. And she's like, "I gotta get out of yes, here. This yes. is not right." Yeah. I think she was. It was testing her a little bit, but uh, I was having a great time, and she took an Uber home. <laughs> no nausea. You didn't get sick yourself. The second time I went, I I did have some stomach issues, and I had to leave the show early. You I, left. I, this is true. This is true. This is actually You've all induced to, by Sun Kill Moon. Sun Kill Moon is nauseating. Potentially, yeah. this just in. Yeah. So this fellow that was mocked for laughing. Yes. I just have a background question on him. Did you get a look at him, and did he? Maybe have like a flat face, a little craggly. Was he like a Dick Tracy character? Yeah, uh, maybe kind of like a Dick Tracy flat, character. Like a detective like, from the... No, like, no, like you know, really, flat really flat face, uh, bright white face, craters all up. Was it the moon? Was it the moon? It was the moon. You know the spaceship in the eye? You've seen that? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that guy? No. Mm. No, it wasn't the moon, guys. Well, I would because <laughs> the moon guy. All right, guys, <laughs> can we cut the jokes for one second? I forgot. I'm what down. I was... I'm down to do a hiatus on jokes. I forgot what I was going to say. A moratorium. What was I going to say? Do I you was... have another song you want to share? That's right. That's actually what I was going to say. Was so about the uh, him taking off people. Let's go ahead and play Lone Star at the not in the beginning of it, but when he starts talking about. You'll see what he says. So this is a song called Lone Star. Yes. Lone Star. This is off of his album from 2017. And we're listening to the lyrics in this? Yes. Yeah. Common as light and love are is Red Valleys of Blood. Something like that is the name. It's a long album name. Let's play Lone Star. This is convinced me. When Donald Trump becomes president, blame it on Facebook, Yelp, and reality TV, and Twitter and Uber and Google and video games and everything that has turned this country into a bunch of dumbed down slaves to technology. We wanted dumb headlines. Well, baby, we got it. We wanted instant gratification, right? Well, baby, we got it. We wanted stupid entertainment, baby. We asked for it. Dumb motherfucker be on the news every fucking day And we will be He's 100% full on Our creation He is proof That we choose apps Over education He is proof Of our mind on Internet Obsession He's a result Of our dumb fucks Staring at our phones Attention span So his point 
is <laughs> the people, liberals, are as responsible for Trump's rise as conservatives. Right. His point is we are all responsible. It's a cultural and product. It's a cultural product. Interesting. It's a good... The outrage, the social media Mindset. outrage against him contributed to his popularity and the news coverage and everything. And Right. It was in the consciousness. People just went, oh, yeah, Trump, sure. Yes. Better and or worse. He, no publicity is bad kind of thing. Boom. Boom. Bengal. And, he, and uh, uh, what, what else was I going to say? And he's using his talking. notoriety, his his celebrity to speak his mind is the other thing too. It yes. Sounds like. He kind of is – critiquing the left side as well okay. as the right, which is why I like him. I think it's more interesting when an artist goes after his own audience and challenges them more. Uh, also, this song... Are you assuming recorded. most of his audience is, is liberal? Yes, is that what I you're am. Say? Yeah, okay. I am. Oof. Oof. <laughs> he predicted Trump winning the presidency in 2016. That's what he's saying in that song. This song was recorded in 2016. Interesting. And he saw it ahead of time. Because and in an interview, he talked about how when he went abroad, all of the newspapers had Trump's face on it. Sure. Never saw Hillary mentioned on a front page of a newspaper. Was this song released before he won? Yes, it was. So this contributed no, no, to what no. he's saying? No, this, this song was released after he, he won, actually. Okay. But it was recorded before he won. He also released a song during the... Did he write uh, a Hillary song that he didn't release? Did he? No. He does mention her in a song calling her... Uh, he doesn't really say much about her. I mean, th- this is interesting to me because I think, like, he's... He, it's it's brave of him to use his platform to share this these thoughts, but I, I don't necessarily think that, like, what he's saying is, like, especially novel. It's, like, definitely a take that you would hear if you, like, read enough articles about yeah. Trump, about the election, and, like, I, I'm generally of the mind that, like, you know, I don't know, this is, this is like, a very, like, Jeff opinion, but that, like, the, the, like, what he's saying about Trump and, like, music are two things that don't really, like, mesh right, where it's, like, we're not really getting a lot out of, like, their, their, like, uh, like, the mixture of the two here. Yeah, so it feels like two separate things it's at not once. Like he's using the wrong form for to say what he's talking about, right? But it is like it's novel that he's doing yeah. it. But is this not know. just a song? Could you not say that? Is this his opinion? Maybe it's just a song. That's true. I, no I would say. Does but, he have a stance on politics? He might have none. Uh, Some artists don't. Well, I think he just tries to push it in his songs. I think the songs are mostly autobiographical and. Yeah, Mike, pull that mic just a little closer to your mouth there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I would say I, like I would say it definitely sounds like it's his opinion. Uh, it sounds very much like he's speaking as himself. I didn't get right? that from hearing it. Really? No, not at all. Oh, because he just sort of drones on. There's other songs that you would listen to, and he kind of continually just says what's on his mind in any given moment, like spouting off the things that you wouldn't say without a filter. I mean, that's my experience mm. thus far right. after hearing him. So it's not like I think – because like you just said, that's a you, anyone can sort of draw that conclusion. I don't think he's necessarily placing blame on – Interesting. I would also say, like, another, like, a way that music, I think, can be used to an effect here is, like, you make it catchy. Like, you, like, I'm being, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, you know, this is just, this is just my opinion. But, like, <laughs> if you're gonna, like, put politics into a song, like, a, a, a really effective way to do that is to, like, come up with something that's, like, a catchphrase. Like, almost like <laughs> Trump, you know, having, like, lock her up as a catchphrase. Like, if somebody, yes. if some 
country music musician like made a song called lock her up it would probably be really effective for trump yeah. it's like that like rhetoric mixed with the the actual making it actually musical i feel like is is an interesting thing to do but also like i don't that's just don't i just don't want that in my music yep i don't know i would say <laughs> uh, my impression of that song musically was great bass line like that bass line a lot really nice right i think it inner i think his voice was interplaying in a cool way with the bass line but I'd say, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it doesn't really catch. It's not. It's not something that catches me. That's that style of like you were saying, Tyler, speak singing kind of. Uh, and that in itself was like interesting. I liked. It's I interesting. Heard, like, I would say content. it's interesting. He sometimes seems to talk like I got up this morning and I put on my shorts and yeah. I walked outside. Like that's some of his other. Songs. The other day I played a concert. Yeah. yeah. And even yeah, mm-hmm. it, even yeah. If that's if talks that's, a lot yeah. about delays when he's in an airport. <laughs> Waiting. Everybody loves to hear about that. Getting the anti ans. Delay in that airport. Uh, I would say yeah. Even though yeah. Interesting lyrical concept, but not like a repeat listen. No, that's right. Are you a repeat listener I'm of a, a song like this? See, I'm a repeat listener. Okay. I actually love this song. Let's Lone play Star. the let's play the beginning of it because I have the beginning of it. And this is Lone Star again. This is Lone, Lone Star, Star Sunkill Moon. Just so we can listen to the beat a little more. Common as light and love are red valleys of love blood. Red that's the name of this album. Name yeah. of the album. I'm walking under the Lone Star. We get some attitude in the beginning of the song here too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I want to. Black At the end of a pure woman is alone. I like the baseline here. Right? Yeah, it catches me. For I sure. left her alone. I didn't feel comfortable. Here comes some attitude. Inside of all of us, this pain we pity ourselves. Boo, fucking. Well, guess what? You fucking asshole. It ain't all about you. People in this world who have dead children, they're deeply <laughs> So quit your bitching. That one got me. Little minor victim. Okay, that that's good right there. Good. So, so good. quit your bitching, you poor little minor victim. He's there are he's, people in this people world who have dead, dead children. children. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah, so he's saying a lot of his recent songs have been saying uh, for people that go online and critique everything uh-huh. and, and like sure. troll or whatever, he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> From like, a, people have real problems, which is ironic to me. That's what I was to say, someone yeah. who's this privileged Middle East or Middle uh, Midwestern white guy who probably is well off because of his creative endeavors. And Interesting. Then he's, yeah, he's going out and saying, "Oh, you all be quiet." Like he's almost doing the hmm. same thing in a mirrored. I, I was thinking it was ironic yes. in the sense of like. He's a guy who's picking fights with people for nothing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, and also, but I don't know that that's, that might not really be the point he's making. I, I prefer the music with Mike commentating on it as well. When he yeah. was telling yeah, me that's to listen to this part, I was like, mm, this makes it better. So You I, could record a commentary on top of this album and release <laughs> you it. You could tweet <laughs> at him and be like, look, we should do stuff together. Let's like, build. I want to bring the Cullen remix. I think we yeah. should do that uh, tonight, actually. Cool. Spend just I've been doing it while we were talking. <laughs> I actually have a party I'm going to, but... Uh, oh. Ooh. I just want to... Okay. Me well. too. I do not want to go to the party I'm going to at all. <laughs> hey, Mike, I'm not going to be able to go to your party. I'm going to be <laughs> staying here to help you record this commentary track. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try and make the party. If you don't go, people would be happier to be there. That's a good point. Just- anyway, so, the ne- <laughs> <laughs> so this brings me to my next point, which is... Um, you guys were talking about it's ironic that he's basically telling people to shut up while he is himself being a negative person. Critiquing people. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
that's another reason why I love him is somebody else was talking about him and they said he is a true artist because he's not afraid to show the bad sides of himself. He's not afraid to be petty. And I thought that's interesting. Yeah, that is such a exciting thing that a lot of people hide. They they only want to show the best side of themselves when they're in the public. Mm. And I don't blame them. But it's exciting when someone is not hiding their the you know their opinions or their bad attitudes. Sometimes I think sometimes it's good for people to have a filter. Obviously, I don't think he has a complete zero filter. But it's inspiring to me as someone who does comedy that he allows himself to be this unlikable, cranky curmudgeon. Is it cool to not like him? To know him enough to not like him, it is. I think it is more cool it's to not like him at this point. It, right. it, but it, so that's what why it's funny is in 2014 he had kind of a sort of comeback with this really popular album called Benji. Not really mainstream popular, but Pitchfork popular, whatever. It was well received. Yes, and and then and then his next album after that was like you know that album was like got like a nine, and then the next album got a six. Like so, his stuff since then has been hovering around. The six range. Is he grasping at straws at this point? No, but he is churning out these albums <laughs> like three a year Two at oh, wow. the minimum. Kind of an these- Adam Sandler of the <laughs> music world. <laughs> I mean, there's a sense of like he First doesn't all, have to like craft verse, chorus, structure, and melodies if a lot of it is that yeah. style. Because he's more or less like, and he doesn't have to, unlike hip hop, where you have to be really lyrically like um talented what, what interesting was it? at all interesting at all uh <laughs> good burn i like that um maybe maybe not necessarily just interesting but you have to craft it craft it very tightly uh yeah. to get your rhyme scheme or whatever or or uh rock or pop music in general where you have to have some sort of like interesting melody he doesn't have to have either of those things so he can kind of just have free flowing thoughts over yep. yes Instrumentation, okay, yeah. Okay, bass lines. And the songs yeah. will go on for 15 minutes. Really? Sometimes. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. The long it. songs, then. So yeah. maybe let's let's hear one last song, if you have one last song that you think might help co- push us over the edge. Could we could we pause this to find one? Oh. Or should I should I just pull one? Yeah, we can take a break. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to find a song, and we're going to be right back, and then that song will sort of function as a closing argument on the podcast where everybody's... A- Funny for, uh, guy, convince me. Hey guys, it's Jeff from Convince Me, and as you know, you know, uh, Convince Me has a, a history of doing improv comedy. Um, and recently, uh, we realized that you know our best ideas come to us in the shower. Ben, you agree with this, right? You know, when I'm lathering up. Uh, no some, more detail. Okay. Uh, but. Yes, is what I meant to say. Yes, you know, to in order to uh, we're, we we wanted to give the best improv comedy possible, and I had this brilliant idea in the shower. Where you Ben you had and your I, soap in your hand and no more detail. Uh, okay. Ben and I are going to be doing uh, an improv show in the sh- in my shower um, one week from now. That would be uh, uh, well, depending on when the episode goes up, um, it might not be one week from now, but it's on November. Uh, 28th, 2017. We're going to be doing an improv show in my shower at 7 p.m. Uh, limited seating. When does this ad go up? Um, we'll, we'll edit the date. Okay, we'll, cool, cool, We'll cool. edit the date. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, make sure to be there. Um, you know, we'll be fully clothed. Water will be on. 
and there will be limited seating, as I said, but I'm really expecting this to be one of the most creative improv shows of all time. Um, we'll make make sure to take turns uh, getting that water, but uh, it's it's going to be great. Um, yes, and uh, I think this is a great idea. I see no problems with it other than we just need to make sure we get that date right so we get those seats filled. Yeah, we'll make sure to get that date right. We'll do a re-edit, uh, but for now I'm going to go with um, a week from right now at 7 p.m. What about, yeah, a week from right now. So mark down your calendar a week from right now. You said there's limited seating. Where I'm guessing the toilet is one. Toilet is one, uh, and then we'll have two folding chairs in a row. Um, and if someone's feeling, uh, you know, saucy, they can sit on <laughs> the sink counter. Um, and sometimes you get like to stand in the doorway. Uh, so that's about five people. Uh, here's here's a example of maybe like a first line I would have coming off of that back shower wall. Oof. Uh, sure is wet out here in the rain in front of the first Capitol Bank building, isn't it, my father Jeffrey? And uh, and scene, and I've I'm, I'm, I've been telling Ben like let's try not to make it about the shower and make it just. I just feel like the water's there. This is what I've been saying. We maybe we need to hire like a coach or director. Come see Ben and Jeff's shower improv show uh, a week from right now, and uh, we'll see you uh, at the improv show. And we're back. Uh, come and see Ben Ben and I's show. You've heard more than enough about it, but um, you know, it'll it's it, I mean it's gonna be fun. Uh, so now we're get, we're getting to the closing argument, and uh, we're gonna do an interesting thing, which I think we'll probably continue to do for the rest of the October, but actually November and yeah. a little bit of December music series. Um, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna play um a song, Truck Driver, uh, by Sun Kill Moon from the album Benji. Um, and Mike will commentate and also uh, give us closing argument. Mike, take it away. This is, let's turn it up. This is the song that got me into Sun Kill Moon. My uncle died in a fire on his birthday. Now, this is an album. <laughs> That's that. The album begins with him talking about losing a second cousin. You can keep it high. I'll talk over it. I want to hear. I want to hear that high in my headphones. I'll talk a little louder. And when he calls the shots. So, aerosol can of spray. That's what he's talking about right now. His uncle threw an aerosol can of spray on the fire, and it killed him. The blowback killed him. And this was this happened after a second cousin of his died by throwing an aerosol can of spray into the garbage can. So this album is mostly about people that he has known that are close to him that have died or regrets from his past. And it's just, it's kind of, it has bright spots for sure. But this song is, I think if you like this song, you will like him. And if you don't like this song, he's not for you. But if you like how sad and dark this is, which I do. He's worth pursuing. Let's listen to this. I visit her in the She makes me smile. We remember the story. But when I was young, Jeff is dancing a little. Getting stung by a horn, she caressed my Oh, that was supposed to be soft. That was cool supposed to be a soft fade out. It was not a soft fade out. <laughs> Bring it back up. Let's do it again. Listen to his voice. Come on. 
that voice, that sad voice. I find it soothing, actually. A little bit. Yeah, soothing. it's like very soothing. Kind of almost drift away. Is, it is melancholy, but it's... We both kind of, me and him are dancing together. Me and Jeff are sort of swaying to the... Oh. I'm, I'm mostly doing it so I can keep track of this fade out. It's the connection, but maybe... Really well done that time. Keep it, keep well, it on, we like, doing a really thing. nice fade out. It's not a thing. Okay. Some hip-hop really nice vibes in that track. Uh, sure. let's, <laughs> let's, Jeff, Jeff, you convinced? Let's hear... Let's just hear a little bit of uh, something that's in my playlist. Cool. Let's, just as a d- contrast? A palate cleanser? Lightning both the, Yeah, let's get this out of my ear. <laughs> This is on your playlist? Um, yeah, yeah. Let's sounds all like Jeff's Kill Man. Come on. Okay. I like Christmassy kind trashy of? pop rap R&B music. Trashy pop rap R&B music. Um, and this, this is, is just uh, we're just we're just playing, you know, our music now. Look, it, it's time for verdict. <laughs> you can play a little more. It's I time for verdict. Used a little more of that. I need something. Um Aerosol it, Here's here's the thing. When I listen to music, I'm looking to, you know, just kind of have something to tune out to. Uh, kind of like I, like, I like something I can dance to. That's nice. But mm-hmm. um, at my desk, and I just want something fun, something uplifting. Um, and yeah. universally, that's why you listen to music? I think that's pretty much it. Like, Me sometimes too. I'll turn on this playlist, uh, like a coffee house playlist on Spotify uh-huh. when I'm writing because it is just like, it's kind of relaxing. And maybe this could fulfill that. But I really, when, when I'm listening to that, I really don't care what i'm listening to so my verdict i'm gonna say like i'm interested in seeing him live because i just think this ex- the experience, experience is very cool i do kind of appreciate his attitude and it sounds like he's not offending anyone in a way that i think is like really fucked up like he's he's kind of just being like a you know an asshole but sometimes mm-hmm. it's okay to be an asshole yeah um, and, I knew it, and I think it's cool. I think you know Drake is also a very vulnerable and open artist. He he'll sing about how he you know is super possessive of his ex that he broke up with. He'll, he's really honest about his own flaws. He misses um, Degrassi. He misses great Degrassi. Canadian, yeah, great comedian, Canadian, um, Canadian, great comedian. Uh, <laughs> so you know because of Drake, I'm gonna say uh, I can deal with Sun Kill Moon. But what? all in all, uh, I'm I'm probably not convinced on 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 a listen. <sighs> Um, and that's, you know, a typical Jeff response. Zero. Wow. So it's uh, so a zero from Jeff. Uh, this is Ben. I'm going to say, you know, I love Bob Dylan. So that's a thing. Uh, I'll say he's also somebody who bucks convention a lot in his music and also someone who people don't like his voice. A lot of people are down on Bob Dylan for his and voice. I love his old Bob Dylan's voice. The way he sounds now, like the script. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. But now he yeah, sounds great. like... Uh, <laughs> he sounds like a brilliant artist. I wouldn't throw stones, Mike. Yeah, exactly. How's it feel on your high horse, Mike, to kick Bob Dylan right in the nuts? Well, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to give him a high five up on his horse. Yeah, he's great. Keep on riding, Bob, because I'm a fan. So that's to say, uh, I like Bob Dylan. I like, uh, say, The Hurricane, a song like that that tells a long story. So song. maybe something like on Benji where... If he's telling like a story through it, like you said in this, you're gonna get some stories on Benji. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna like these stories. And maybe I'll maybe I'll give Benji a listen one way through, see how far I can get. Nice. The things that are turning me off is like the vocal fry. It sounds like I will say like I like a gravelly voice. We talked about Tom Waits, uh, mm-hmm. cool gravelly voice, but it sounds like it's in between gravelly and he's just like letting his voice fry mm-hmm. a little bit, which mm-hmm. gets a little bit under my skin. Not to say it's bad, it's just maybe it's just not for me completely. Sure, a little of the speak singing also turned me off. So maybe I'm a, 
I'm a will try this album point to five. see if I can get into it. Yeah, maybe a point five convinced. Tyler, what you got going on? I, can I, can I, Tyler, before you begin, uh, first of all, I want to say I'm thrilled you're on the show. <laughs> I love that you're here with me. What a treat. Who are you talking to? You. Oh, thanks. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. But you were looking at Jeff. No, but I did want to say something to Jeff really quick. I want to say, how dare you? <laughs> You've shamed me. Are you me. talking to Tyler? And you know, I'm, I am talking to Tyler. Okay. Uh, Tyler, how dare you? Two zeros. You got a point five so far. I say, <laughs> I'm not impressed. <laughs> yeah. So that's just it. I that's need this. I, I'm saying I need this. Wait, he's, he's trying to. He's 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 zero. Zero. If this was the first time Mike is looking at me and said, "I need this," it would be unusual. But <laughs> it happens a lot every week. I need Always this double money. cheese I like now. This. Yeah, can, I, can you buy me more? <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm going to say my vote is uh, just to say I also like Jeff. Listen to music, but not always. I realize for the uplifting element, I do listen to be emotionally moved in some way to have some kind of journey almost while hearing it. And to be honest, hearing that, I think it was the last song that we just played. Mm-hmm. Yes, not Lone Star. What was the other one? Truck driver. Truck driver. Which you said was kind My of the spirit. Died on a fire on his birthday. I don't like when you sing it. <laughs> I do like when you commentate, but I would say truck driver did somewhat take me away. So it's a it's a one for me. I'm willing to check it out. I want to. Wow. I want to be into it. Wow. And one point five out of three. Mike has never wow. steered me wrong music, musically, so I, wow. I trust him. Yeah, Thayer's almost never convinced. No, he's he's, he's convinced pretty often. He's convinced pretty often. But you guys usually are. Uh, I'm usually convinced Jeff is almost always My zero. records, I mean, I've been convinced zero. Very three few. times. I mean, I'm the, I'm the golden... Jeff is judicious I'm the judicious But you're the easy wow. of the group. You're just, every, I'm pretty easy. Yeah, it sounds good. I'll do it. And yeah. I get interested for like a week usually. Nice. Until the next episode. <laughs> a lot of people I know. And then you have a yeah. deep, deep hatred for whatever it was. Yeah, and, and then, then I, I turn hard. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, what's that next segment we got? The great, great job, Mike. Don't rush me. Nice job, Mike. Kind of. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Tyler, for being a great guest. Thank you for having me on the show. This was a nice surprise. We're not going anywhere because we got a fun little segment in Uh, FLS for the end of the show today. Oh, good. And it's a big surprise. (laughs) It's a big surprise. Something we should have warned Mike about. It's one of our most challenging uh, exercises on this show. I'd call it an exercise because we're all all comedians and we're all trying to make, uh, make comedy and... Mike's one of the funniest actors I know. I love his presence, um, and I, so I love to do this exercise with him. It's called the Character Gauntlet, oh, wow. uh, and the three of us will take turns uh, naming a, a character that we'd like him to do. An example, I would go with kind of Bugs Bunny. Okay. Uh, and this is something I did on my last appearance. I yes, guess. this is it true. Is. I think go, you're the only person who's done it. Yeah, didn't, didn't go well. Didn't go very well. I thought it went amazing. Oh, thank you. All right, uh, but, so let's start the clock. Let's go five minutes. All right, we're going to start <laughs> five minutes. That's a, let's bump it up to fifteen. Let's do twenty-five. <laughs> let's feel it. Out. Can we go a solid hour, Tyler? Uh, if you ever feel this way we have six minutes because I don't want to see you flagging for too long <laughs> flapping on the deck and feel free to comment and yeah, just you know, support the Bob Dylan style <laughs> so who wants to start this guy off uh, I'm going to start you off with Arnold Schwarzenegger a classic you ready okay. oh, we're starting yeah. the clock there we go and Mike you get three blowbacks so uh, throughout this whole thing you can throw one of us a character three blowbacks oh, three blowbacks all right you have three blowbacks <laughs> you have three chances to tell me where she is, or else I've got to blow you back. Arnold, uh, what's your favorite fruit when you're at Vaughn's? What do you pick up? I like to, I like to eat apple in the shape of pork. Looney pork Tunes apple? character of your choice. That's all. Or, what's up, Doc? That's pretty good, right? Is that the Sam guy? Is that his name Sam? Uh, uh, is it Sam? Sam? 
Yeah, Yosemite. Yeah, that was Yosemite. I couldn't tell at all. Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that building's gonna fall. I guess I better hold it up with my webs. Oh, look at that little kid down there. Hey, kid, what's up? It's me, Spider Man. Hey, Spider Man, how are you doing? He's doing I'm a kid big fan too. of yours. Hey, Spider Man, how you doing? Yeah, it, one day you can be like me. You just gotta get bit by a spider and then have your uncle die. Barack and- Obama. Hmm. Okay, so today on the show, <laughs> we had Sun Kill Moon, and I was thoroughly convinced. <laughs> this is a man who's talking about both sides of humanity. I have a humanity. question, Barack, uh, or I'm sorry, Mr. President. Uh, now that you're uh, Barry. A uh, Barry? Yeah, Barry. I got, wow. Now that I'm out of Wow. <laughs> I feel very honored to be able to call you Barry. Yeah, That's exciting. Barry. Uh, now that you're out of office, uh, do you get a chance to drive? And if so, what kind of car have you been driving around? I've been driving the uh, Chevy Volt. The Volt. Can you be a Chevy Volt? Um, yeah. <laughs> look, I get it. All right, Chicago. I'm a I'm a car from 2015. I'm a smaller car. I'm not a Prius. I run on gas, but I do look like I'm an electric. I want to hear a small. Uh, cactus that's aggressive in its stance and is high pitch and it's upset. It never became a big cactus. You know, you know, the day I was born, I thought, maybe one day I'm going to grow way up there and I'm going to be a spiky boy in the desert. A uh, scene from Goodfellas. Funny how? Funny like a, uh, uh, an animal or like a... Like a snowman? Like Louis C.K.? <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. That was, <laughs> good work, that was so We can even, do, we can even take it back I mean, and do a couple more. Uh, you know, it's the podcast where we don't edit and everybody's having fun. Uh, but now we're going to do plugs. And plugs is a very special part of the show where we talk about uh, things that we're proud of, things we're working on, things we want people to see. Uh, and I'm just going to announce uh, that, you know, you should go to boardwalkaudio.com slash convince me. You should click the supporter artist link and uh, shop the way you would shop on Amazon uh, and give yourself a round of applause because you just gave us uh, a cut of that sweet whatever you're buying on Amazon. You're buying toilet paper. You're buying uh, Amazon Prime Video. Who knows? Ben. Guys, go to Facebook and type in banana, B-E-N-A-N-N-A-H. And uh, there you'll find my production company with my friend Hannah. And we're making some funny sketches. And if you like it, then you'll know when they're coming out. And there'll be a cool one coming out for you. And it'll be fun. Kind of a clever spelling incorporating the name along with a banana. It's I like a, that. Uh, yeah, it's a poor man's hoe, you might say. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, that's it for me. I go funny or die and check out Preface to Being Jaded, a little web series we have on there. And it's a cool... Say it again. Preface to Being Jaded. Great. Lovely. I want to talk about this video. Tyler and I are going to shoot tomorrow called Guys at the Zoo. This is going to be up on the Paul Hennessy Show on YouTube. Very good. YouTube.com slash Paul Hennessy Show. Awesome. Lots of good time. It'll be up in probably a week. Very cool. So many things to plug. More, much more than an, uh, the usual episode. So I'm really happy to have you guys on. Thank you. Uh, it's it's awesome, always man. great to have industry guys on. Uh, and that really is our show for today um if you have any questions email us uh i know i think this is probably one of the more interesting shows we've had in a while uh but uh next time we want to hear something wacky wacky and woodily come right back here on convince me
on the podcast where everybody's a funny per- uh, guy. <laughs> Convince me. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.